Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged talking about setting this interview up you had mentioned that you were going to be doing another 40-day fast right and i think right. the last time you were on you had just completed a 40-day fast so right. uh, i definitely want to talk a little bit about how that that um kind okay. of happened but I'm, I'm curious to kind of start like what was the uh because you know typically people do a 40-day fast you already did you did one already last year what right. made you want to do another one Boy, let me condense it into the five-minute version instead of the <laughs> long version. Uh, and people, if they're interested, they can find this fasting documentary on our YouTube channels or actually Amazon Prime just picked it up, I think, about six months ago uh, okay. under 40-day under forty day fasting. So I don't – I, I want to let people know I don't recommend that necessarily. It's something as a pastor that God put on my heart a long time ago. And I've been kind of, I was avoiding it and avoiding it and uh, for years. And you know, when you just, you study it and read it like you do, a lot of your listeners are well-educated on, you know, the benefits of fasting. Many of us, myself included, have a, enough stored energy uh, to where we'll be fine, you know? So I finally took a, a leap of faith and um, it was mainly just water only. But, um, you know, when I had to preach three times on a Sunday, I'd bring some, uh, some grapefruit juice or something. Uh, mm. and we've talked about it. You don't want to get so legalistic right. that, you know, I've, I've got kids at home, I've got engagement. So it was mainly just water, but then I would have a little bit of juice or bone broth or Manuka honey, you know, with some tea or something just to get through certain events. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I, I was, it, it came out of it 37 pounds lighter, even though that wasn't the goal. Um, but to answer your question, number one, God put on my heart so much confirmation in the Bible. And I finally just stepped out in faith because I think you know, as a, as a Christian, that, that plays a big role because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And, and faith is the evidence of things not yet seen, but you're, you're kind of trusting God. So I stepped out in that, but it was calling a corporate fast for our nation. And that's what mm -hmm. the, the documentary really focused on, how far we've drifted as a nation, the division in our nation. Um, you know, we should be able to just come together and be broken before God. And so that really prompted it. And it was a, it was a corporate fast. So I let people know um, in our congregation all across, you know, we've got a pretty big national ministry and it was a time of, of seeking God like never before. Um, and I came out of that and a couple of months later, this is, this is might sound funny to some people, but um, I just sensed like, as I'm reading the Bible and praying, okay, that was, that fast was for others. Now I want you to fast for me and my mm. relationship with you, with you. And we've got some big things we're still praying about. I can't really, you know, discuss right now. Um, and I just, Oh Lord, you, no, 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 you can't, you gotta be kidding me. And out of the blue, a friend of mine, um, said, Hey, have you read this book about, I don't remember the pastor's name. Oh, I think it was Jerry Farwell, Falwell senior, not the junior one. Um, and where he did two 40 day fasts back to back, maybe a month later. And then God answered this provision of financial, uh, like millions of dollars came in. To, mm. to fund the universe, to fund the university. So the timing of that was kind of interesting. I'm like, oh man, okay, but Lord, I need more confirmation. And and so I just I kind of him and hawed for a while. 
you know, gain some weight back. Cause that's a, that's a daunting process. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to know, you've got to know that you're prepared for it. And, but I love fasting. I love getting to bed, you know, without anything on my stomach, the deep sleep, the, the intimacy with God and the, just the starving of the flesh. I just love it. So, um, I finally, and that's when I contacted you, I said, Hey, Chris, I think I'm doing another one. And when, <laughs> when was that? Like January, I think, I don't, I don't remember exactly. So yeah. I'm, 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 I'm three weeks into this and I just gave up and I'm like, man, well, at least we can encourage, you know, your viewers to fall forward. Mm. You know, what does it mean to, what does it mean to get back up on track? Uh, because I look at this, my relationship with God and fasting, it's not about perfection. It's about direction. Mm-hmm. You know what, what, so um, we're going to stumble, we're going to fall. Um, and, and I tell people, you know, listen, okay, you, you, if take, it took you two months instead of one month, but look at the progress you've made. Look at how far you've come. And so I think people just need encouragement. And, um, and so it, it was a, it was a struggle, all kinds of hell broke loose. And that's normally what knocks people off track, right? You, you know mm-hmm. that the, uh, uh, stress, uh, is, is that's why these fasting clinics, um, you know, I talked to Alan Goldhammer sometimes on email up at his clinic. Uh, and then you've got other clinics down in, in, in Costa Rica and, uh, and these people can just come and do nothing, you know, no kids and relax. And so stress plays a big role. So I was just being bombarded by a lot of things. I lead our ministry. I lead the church. I've got kids at home and married to a wonderful wife. And so, uh, just, it kind of, it kind of, um, you know, it stopped a lot sooner than I wanted it to. Yeah. It's um man, you touched on a lot of great points here. You know, um consistency is you know, the, it's the same consistency is is key. And yeah. I I uh I actually talked about you say fall forward. Uh, I actually did a video called fail forward. You know. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 perfectly in alignment because people will you know say okay i'm gonna do 40 days i'm gonna do i actually um in december i actually did a fast and my goal uh well so i did a little bit different my goal was to allow the community to donate and then based on donations i would fast Mm. longer um and i think that i i think i was supposed to do 15 days or something like that i can't i can't remember exactly but i was having a really hard fast and my fasts have always been a little bit different from other people like they're already always really intense um Mm -hmm. almost throughout the entire thing i don't i don't necessarily get those breaks of euphoria as frequently as other people and so this fast was particularly intense and i knew my liver was doing a lot of uh, flushing a lot of cleansing and i pushed i pushed i pushed and i think I pushed myself too hard. So when Mm -hmm. I broke my fast, uh, because I didn't realize how hard my body, this is all in retrospect, I didn't realize how hard my body had been working, even though I did my refeed, it wasn't, my refeed wasn't light enough. I I, I ate too much too fast. Um, My problem all the time. Yeah, Yeah, and it uh, it caused me some severe liver pain Mm -hmm. Um, which was, was, it's the worst pain that I ever experienced in my life, honestly. Yeah. But it was a blessing because I was able to have that experience and now I'm able to pass that information on. Mm-hmm. So even though I didn't necessarily, you know, hit my quote unquote goal, maybe I want to do 30 days or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Um, I learned a lot from that experience. 
So oh, absolutely. And you motivated others. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but really what what the final the nail, final nail in the coffin was for me to start that first 40 day fast was the gentleman you had on just a great heart. I really loved his heart. He lost 100 pounds. I think he was on 100 day fast um, probably five years ago. I think that even says it in your YouTube title, 100 pounds. Um, so when I watched that, that, okay, I can do this. You know, I wasn't, it wasn't morbidly obese, but I could, mm. I could definitely lose some weight. You got reserves. Uh, and then also it's, it's where God has me. It's, it's part of like what he's called me to do to help people in this area of fasting. And that's why I don't know if you knew, but both of my books on fasting are actually available as free downloads on our church website at westsidechristianfellowship.org. They can just go, they can download the books for free on fasting. My experience, all the questions, you know, from autophagy to, can I drink this? Can I eat this? Can I exercise? You know, I just, I just nailed it all down in those books. And so your, your channel motivated me, uh, when I started that about a year over a little over a year ago. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that was like the whole reason I created the channel. It was literally the whole reason, you know, spreading awareness. And then I was thinking, how can we encourage and motivate people? Because, you know, I'm just me and my experience yeah. is my experience. And people are like, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, you're all, you've always been skinny. Da, da, da. I'm like, not really, but OK. And um, right. I started bringing people on. And those testimonials to this very day are the the like most popular videos that I yeah. do. Um, sure. I'm going to make sure that the links for your book are in the description as well as your okay. documentary. So people could check that out. I grew up kind of being bullied a little bit, poked fun of, you know, a little bit chubby, uh, dyslexia, learning disability, reading disability. So Mm. it was a hard little childhood. And that's why I turned to, you know, I've talked about my testimony, turning to alcohol and uh, just the prodigal son on a highway to hell. And God brought me back. But I got involved with steroids too, you know, a lot Mm. of the injecting and and, uh, pills and because that self-esteem. Yeah. And so I had a background in health and fitness now many years. And, and now I find it's coming full circle. You know, now you want to help people. It's not about big and bulky. It's about yeah. lean and fit and healthy and flexible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was kind of a little bit of my background as well. Well, we can we could dive a little deeper into that, because okay. uh, I think people's background, their their history really shows who like how did they get to the place they are now? So right. were you when you were younger? Like, were you always kind of the chubby kid or, you know, what was your, um, yeah, well, yeah, I would say my dad called me lead britches, you know, cause I lead, lead in my, you know, lead britches. Um, and I remember I'll never forget. I, I want to go to storage and see if I can find it, but there was a picture. I broke my leg in junior high and they put me in this, in this wheelbarrow or not a wheelbarrow, like a, a one of those red wagon carts. And then underneath the underneath the picture, it said stuffed pig because I had an apple in my mouth. Wow. And I mean, it was kind of it was kind of a joke. And I wasn't that I really wasn't that obese, but just kind of, you know, a little chubby and chunky. And and so, man, it was just that's, you know, but we all have scars of our own, maybe too skinny, four eyes, too chubby, um, stupid. And so I was called a lot of those names and that that turned into the anger and the, mm. the, the al- alcohol addiction, steroid abuse. And that's why they call it roid rage and an angry man. And God really just drew me back in my twenties. And so, um, yeah, I think how we're treated as kids plays a huge role, you know, because words carry weight, life and death yeah. are in the power 
power of the tongue and what we tell people. And, and that's why we need more channels like this to encourage people in, in their walk and, and just in fasting and their faith and, and fitness. It's so important to me, they're all intertwined. When I see somebody doing good spiritually, the physical is often affected. When somebody's doing good physically, the spiritual is often affected. You know, they're interwoven. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, if, if I eat terrible and I get four hours of sleep, I, I can't preach very good. Mm. Or, you know, what, what about if you take, take a Xanax before preaching? Well, that's not going to work very good. You see, the physical and the spiritual are connected. Yeah. And they, 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 they affect one another. If I'm doing good spiritual, spiritual disciplines, I can do good with physical disciplines. But when I just give up, like, I'm just, just get me to Starbucks, get me a Krispy Kreme donut, I'm going to yeah. stop by fast food. Then I don't want to read the Bible. I don't want to apply spiritual disciplines. It's all, it's all really interwoven, you know, mm -hmm. for sure. I mean, the spiritual is more important, obviously. But uh, I, I've seen over the years and pastoring people that, you know, there, there's a connection there. When you're strong in one area, you can't be strong in the other area. Yeah. And, and when you're weak in another area, it may show weakness in another area. So, so people, you know, oftentimes, one thing about the AHA as a brand, I wanted to make sure that we didn't niche down too much, that we had room to talk about right. more than just simply fasting or weight loss and things of that nature. And fasting is a very spiritual journey. And I've right. noticed personally that it's, it's, um, it, it perpetuates health holistically so when i started mm -hmm. fasting mm -hmm. um i knew i was weak spiritually i knew that and when right. i because when i fasted it was one of the things that i wanted to focus on and as i started to improve uh physically my spiritual development like exploded just mm -hmm. almost automatic like just automatically as a consequence so right it's important to identify the areas where we are where we're not doing well focus our intention there because it'll right. help us holistically, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, and fast, fasting does a wonderful thing in that, I mean, the greatest enemy we have, uh, even though it's, it's, it's a blessing to eat and things, but the greatest enemy we have is within us, our mm -hmm. own, what, what, I, what I refer to as the flesh, you know, the, the carnal man, that, that, that old nature, that my flesh wants to eat too much. It mm -hmm. wants to drink too much. It wants to sleep in. It wants to be lazy. And we're actually finding in the fitness industry now that they that that uh, um, what it, sitting is the new smoking, because your body was designed to have stressors. It was designed to get up and move and do things. It's and if you don't do that, and so the flesh just wants everything easy. Feed me, feed me, feed me. And I, if I'm like most of your listeners, I I just eat too much. If I could yeah. stop eating after five o'clock, I'd be great. Yeah. But that's when the, you know, the glucose levels rise and the sugar and, and just a comfort food. And so uh, fasting really helps me bring all of that into submission mm. um, and, and really just just grow both physically and spiritually. Because, you know, the physical benefits you talk about all the time are, are, are just incredible. And so the spiritual benefits are as well. And so that's mm -hmm. interwoven again. You know, it's all it's all interwoven. It's incredible. Yeah. I wanted to ask you because, um, you know, you had mentioned that you you were dealing with, you know, steroid abuse and things of that nature. Right. What um, what were some of the things that came along with some of the negative impacts of using steroids? Because I've heard about it. I've heard about roid rage. Mm -hmm. It's not my wheelhouse at all. I don't know anything. Right. Right. Well, what we're what we found and what you're finding now is it's who who does who does uh, somebody want to be like? You know, they want to be like Kanye, or do they want to be like Jay Z, or they want to be like The Rock, or this you know this guy that's been popular, The Liver King. I mean, I knew he was doping. I can tell you what he was on just looking at the guy. Um, 
And so it's the image and, and you want this and bigger, stronger, and, you know, look at their superheroes. And so it's a self-esteem mm. issue. Mm. Um, real, really, it's like, you know, I want to be this and I want to be a famous YouTuber. I want to, I want to be big and strong to crush my bullies. And so it, it really comes from self-esteem. And I just had a guy introduce it. I was probably 18 and said, Hey, try these little pills. Um, and it's called Diana ball. It's a little blue pill. And it, what it does, it's called androgenic anabolic steroids, androgenic, meaning, um, male hormones, you know, testosterone and anabolic means growth. And it's that type of steroid. So as you're taking it, um, your, your muscle cells don't actually multiply. That would be something like growth hormone. I don't know if you ever heard of that. That's a, yeah. I took that as well. HG, 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 um, but, and so your muscle cells, and that's why like creatine is popular. It's a cell volumizer. It volumizes, it pushes liquid into the cell. So you look, mm -hmm. you look stronger. And so these steroids, you know, I get stronger and stronger. And then I could, I could arm wrestle these guys that were, you know, at my dad's work, these contractors and just beat them at 18, 19. And then, you know, just, I came from an angry home. My, my farm, my family came from uh, my dad's side from the farms and, and just, you know, and that's how they got things done. Just anger and tough and, you know, boy, you don't cry kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to please my dad and be big and strong and beat up people. But what it does, then it, it shuts down your natural production of, of testosterone. And so that's why they kind of tease people. Sometimes your, your natural production of testosterone will kind of swell up a little bit, you know, it'll, it'll, mm. it'll decrease because you don't need, you don't need it anymore. You're taking a synthetic, right? Uh, and then, and then, uh, estrogen, estrogen will build up here. It's called gynecomastia, ah. uh, and then, and that's why your, 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 your breasts start to kind of look like women. Um, mm. and then you have to have, you have to have surgery to remove it. And, um, uh, that would, and then you can take other stuff that's from the, you know, urine of a pregnant woman to get rid of that. It's just a mess. So it's, it's, it affects you also, you weren't designed, I think to have this much, then I would, uh, worked up to, to injections, giving myself my own injection, my hip, uh, you know, like testosterone and sustenon and ethan, you know, these different testosterones. And then you're putting all this testosterone into your body. So mm. men, men are already you know, kind of aggressive, you know, we're, I think we're designed to be watchmen and to be warriors. And, you know, if there's a loud noise at night, my kids come and get me, they don't come right. get my wife. Right? right. And so there's just, this is natural way that God made us this great balance of estrogen and testosterone. And so when you're injecting and putting in way too much testosterone, mm. um, you know, male pattern baldness will increase, mm. uh, ac acne is acne is huge all over my oh. back. And, and then, and so Roy, that's why it's called roid rage. You rage. I mean, you just things that you normally get a little irritated at. Like I remember grabbing a door and just ripping it off the hinges in my house and, and punching holes in the drywall. And wow. you're just so, you're just so angry because it multiplies everything that the testosterone does. It basically mm. multiplies that. Mm. Um, and then even as men get older, they get into, you know, hormone replacement therapy. And they'll start it in taking, which, you know, you got to consult with your doctor, but there's natural ways to bring that up. Anytime you go synthetic, you know, you can really run into some problems. And then also elevated testosterone, elevated growth hormone and steroids will also, you know, can cause your, your heart to really grow. Um, ah. You know, it, it, it can affect your, in, your, it can affect your organs, especially if you're taking growth hormone, um, it, it, you know, and things can really enlarge your heart. Um, uh, and then, you know, I grew up like, I don't know if you ever watched Ronnie Coleman's documentary, you know, he was really big in bodybuilding, um, mm -hmm. Mr. Olympia. 
and just see where they're Dorian Yates and you see where their lives now, you know, it really wrecks your body because you weren't designed. And I wasn't even nearly that big. I mean, these guys, these it's, they're monsters. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> um, and, and so your body's not designed to, to, you, you have to stay within God's design with mm -hmm. what type of diet you do, what type of, of supplements you take. Is it God's design? And so that was, and I, I learned to, to uh, all about steroids and reading blood work, you know, HDL and LDL levels and triglycerides. And what is this, what does this mean? And what's going on in my body? And so now I just try to help people with it. But um, yeah, it could, it could have, it could take, uh, it could have taken off a lot of years in my life. I don't know yet. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 but I'm, I'm trusting in God and, and not really too worried about that. Well, I think the fasting is helping to restore those, right. those years because, Absolutely. you know, uh, the, the thing about the body is it's designed in a way that it really can repair virtually any damage that we do. Mm -hmm. If we can right. catch it soon enough, if we can uh, give it the resources and, and things it needs. Um, I'm learning about, you know, the uh, the regenerative ability of the body every day. It's mm -hmm. it's really amazing. I, I One thing that really like shocked me was how much of the liver you could lose, you know, and it'll and the body will restore it. Um, and I think that, you know, not enough information is mainstream about the body's ability to restore other organs and other systems, especially if, with modern man, because, you know, we are so much more toxic than we ever could ever like oh, realize. Oh, you bad. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Though uh, I did, I put, I did a video um, talking about how they are injecting. Um, well, they're not injecting They're They are, I think. Basically, they're going to be putting the MMR or the the COVID vaccine or some some new vaccine in the food now, into the beef, yeah, into the cows, chickens. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't I haven't researched it yet because I don't really want to. But I hope it's a conspiracy <laughs> theory because that's, I mean, that's not even how. Regardless of your view on vaccines, it's probably like mine. But you know, when you have an RNA messenger, it's it's sending a message to the DNA to create a certain spike protein. How you're going through an animal, you're ingesting that protein. It, I mean, that's like a long shot if I've ever heard one. If you just yeah. know immunology, if you know immunology and how the body fights viruses and how it produces these things to defend, that doesn't even make sense, really, how, how they're how they're proposing to do this. So I hope that's not the case, but I've been hearing it too. I just haven't looked into it. Yeah, it's it's rough, right? I think I think yeah. there, there's a couple things. You know, it's it sucks because you don't want to believe it. But let's just assume that it is the case. It's not right. like everything is lost. I think what right. it will do, if we can get enough people to to you know understand what's going on, we could go back to our farmers markets, our local farmers. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we used to every yeah. like there was farms everywhere a hundred years ago. Absolutely. You know what I yeah. mean? If we could, you you said you grew up on a farm, right? My I um, didn't, but my my dad did. Yeah. Okay. If we could get back to that. It would correct a lot of our uh, our, mm -hmm. our Ill illnesses because you know we are they're saying that we're living longer but we're living basically quality. on life support the quality yeah. right yeah whereas our our grandparents our great grandparents you know the centurions from their era were just like they were fine they they could remember mm -hmm. things they mm -hmm. could wash their own butt like it it's yeah. a completely different thing um, and they and would they, die. They would they would die at eighty five or ninety just in their sleep. And I mean, they 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 actually worked maybe a, the week prior. You know, mm -hmm. it was just it was just amazing. That's how that's how we're designed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and so. I could maybe even speak to that real quickly too, Chris, if it's okay on the, yeah. um, I, that's why I never, people ask me a lot, hey, does fasting reverse aging? And I never say, no, it doesn't reverse it. What it does is it slows it down. So let's say you're going 100 miles an hour, it drops you back down to about 35. Mm. Because the body, you know, if you, if, and I did some, when I researched for the fasting books, you know, our cells are, like you said, the reason the liver and everything uh, can repopulate really what it's doing it's creating new cells right it's it's creating new cells and that's why fasting incorporate it begins to uh, bring in uh, the process of autophagy and creating stem cells and these stem cells can be then used to repair the liver but uh, even if we're doing all that we can do there's still a process against us that is 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 greater you know the force is greater than what's uh, I mean, as a Christian, I believe obviously what God's word says on on him, him giving us a certain amount of, of years, but um, but you can really slow it down in your quality of life, and that you hit the nail on the head. The last ten years, you know, nursing homes injected with IVs, kept alive with all of these things. That's not living, mm -hmm. and we we've created this environment. I mean, think of the what are the top two, top three killers and putting and and really hurting America right now: diabetes, right, heart disease cancer i mean how many of those are diet related Shit. um you know and, and even with cancer people say well you know it's genetics and in my family genetics might load the gun but lifestyle pulls the trigger yep 100 percent. and so you know you can you can in epigenetics a study of, of genes switching and transferring you can actually okay you're pre maybe maybe genetically that's in your in your history but you can unwind that genetic programming mm -hmm. through fasting and nutrition and things like that and it doesn't you don't have to live with that death death sentence yeah dr bruce lipton talks about this um you know because the thing funny thing about science is we all know that scientists are constantly moving towards a better mm -hmm. answer but for whatever mm -hmm. reason we forget in the moment and we think okay this is the best we know now so it's 100 percent correct and no, so exactly. for a long time, it's, we've been taught exactly. that the genes have so much control. And what B Dr. Bruce Lipton was saying is that we have the ability to essentially re rewrite our genetic code. Um, right. And it's important to understand you have that power, because mm -hmm. if you just believe what you've been taught, then you will continue to perpetuate those diseases mm -hmm. and 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 send them to the next generation. So, right. Um, yeah, it's so true. Epigenetics is a study of gene because what it is, it's our genes respond to the choices we make. So mm -hmm. microbiome, gut bacteria, how much serotonin is produced there and, and your immunity, your immune system has a lot to do with gut bacteria and mm -hmm. these trigger your, your genes to do certain things. And so we can really, you know, it really uh, turn a lot of these things around. They're not perfect, of course. And, uh, you know, the healthiest people I know sometimes get cancer. And, you know, who knows what the future holds, but um, we, we do know that we can really slow down a lot of this. Yeah. And also, you don't live your life thinking, oh, I'm going to die anyway. That's not the way you live right. your life. You live your life uh, with the with the thought, OK, I'm, I'm going mm -hmm. to live a long time. So what do I want my right. quality of life to be when I get older? You don't think, oh, I'm going to go hit, get hit by a bus tomorrow, so I might as well live fast and die young. Like, because right. <laughs> what happens when that bus doesn't come? And a lot of people, I used to have a um, a uh, foreman when I was an electrician, and this guy, he was a real cool dude. He's a young guy. He was probably in his 30s at the time. And he was like, man, I think he told me he doesn't want to live past 50. And I'm like, mm -hmm. why? And he was just, he was just like, 
you know, look at look at people in their 60s and 70s. Look mm -hmm. at their quality of life. He's so scared of the quality of life from, you know, older people. He's like, I'd rather just die young, you know what I mean, and just have right. a lot of fun. Well, they don't understand. They don't understand that. I just answered asked this, answered this question recently. People don't understand. Um, why want like they'll say that I just want to have fun, enjoy my life, and I got it. I understand that. But you're really not enjoying your life when you just ca throw caution to the wind. You're not disciplined. Now I'm overweight. Now I can't enjoy my kids. Some people can't mm. enjoy their grandkids. They don't have in enough energy to get off the couch. In church, a lot of people aren't serving because they have no energy. It affects your job quality. It affects your productivity. It, it affects your whole life. So you're not really enjoying life and having fun when you're allowing, allowing your body to self-destruct. It's, it's, it's just a, it's a painful process. That's why I used to say when I used to uh, teach on health and fitness, you either experience the pain of discipline or you experience the pain of regret. That's you good. know, those are, those, those, those are where, where we're now, but again, to encourage people, cause nobody listening is perfect. I haven't mastered this area. You know, I, I, we, we fall often, but we get back up and we keep going in the right direction. And that that forward momentum seems to produce a lot of a joy because, OK, mm. I'm back on track. I, I'm back on track. I know what I need to be doing. Yes, I messed up last Friday night. But, you know, God, thank you. And, I'm, and, and that brings joy comes from following what you know to be right. Mm -hmm. And that it's, it's so important. Now, that that right there is key because it's easy to get like lost in the despair you know, people get so down on themselves. Oh, I messed up. I didn't do it. Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like that old thing. Um, is the glass half empty or is it half full? When you right. have the right perspective on life, um, and this is something I've been working on for years at this point, I don't, I do my best not to see good and bad. I just look at an experience. It's an experience that I can learn mm -hmm. and I can grow from. Um, right. And so you still have those thoughts of, oh, I failed or whatever, but I just, I, I nip it. I just nip it right yeah, you there. And, you yeah. know what I mean? And I, and I reframe my thoughts because, you know, your thoughts, um, people don't understand like the effect that your own thoughts have on your body. And this is, right. this is back to the, the epigenetics and things of that nature. If you're thinking negatively, the majority mm -hmm. of the time, the majority of your life, you're going to have negative outcomes, yeah. not just health wise. I mean, just through the process mm -hmm. of uh, the nocebo effect and the placebo effect, we see how powerful thoughts are where, you know, you give somebody this this experimental drug or whatever um, or a sugar pill, we'll say, and they mm -hmm. think it's going to cure their whatever their disease. Mm -hmm. And it's just a sugar pill, but the disease gets rectified through the power of thought versus right. and, and then on the other side, you could think that you have an, uh, um, an illness. And you can manufacture it, even though it was never there to begin with. So mm -hmm. we have to definitely work on being positive, thinking positive. And it sounds like cliche, but at the end of the day, yeah. you really, it's like, it's important. And I remember when I was younger, you know, they had that old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never mm -hmm. hurt me. And it was right. like, it's one of the most destructive things that they've taught us because words are in infinitely more powerful than most people mm -hmm. could have ever, you know, imagined. But before you ever say anything, you think it. So yeah, your true. thoughts are yeah. just as powerful. Yeah, um, true. Yeah. And even reason, you know, from a biblical perspective, the Bible reminds us to take our thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ for that very reason, because I've got all these thoughts coming. And if I don't take them captive and say, nope, that's not right. That's not mm -hmm. right. This is now what people I think will really help too, is they need to understand. It's not just, you know, 
meditating and thinking happy, positive thoughts and looking at poppies. What it does, there's a chemical reaction in the body. It, and that's what, so taking the thoughts captive and joy and focusing what it does it, with the chemical reactions. Mm. So now the heart rate slows down. The cortisol mm. level is decreased. Epinephrine is, in, and, and so you have all these chemical things. So when you get angry and you're stressed, the chemical reaction, adrenaline and cortisol, it, it's, it's taxing the heart. It's hurting the heart. And I don't remember what the study was, but if you take someone who's angry a lot and stress, the heart rate, let's say is at 95, 100 a lot versus someone whose heart rate's at 70, their heart rate is beating a billion, whatever, a hundred million times more in their lifetime. Mm. And so you, it's, it's not just thinking positive thoughts to think it, it's actually mm. what happens chemically yeah. and the immune, the immune system is fighting to, for your body and these, these thoughts of joy and love and peace. And that's why, you know, I promote such a, a relation with God so heavily because that's where it truly comes from. And those, those, those thoughts actually produce things in your body, the immune response mm -hmm. it is, is, and you've got the, the, everything is responding to restore life to the body. But when these dark, angry, uh, unforgiveness, let's talk about unforgiveness, mm. how it's a root, a root of just what it does in your body, the chemically. And that's why it affects people. It's not just, you know, I think people, once they know that, oh, I'm having actually chemical reactions, um, you know, adrenaline and cortisol, these things that are okay for fight and flight quickly, but you don't want to stay there. Yeah. You know, you don't want to stay there all day. I don't want my adrenaline. You know, people say I'm an adrenaline junkie. I like roller coasters. Well, I'm a serotonin junkie. I like, <laughs> I like just, just relax and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and enjoy life. So that, that's why those thoughts are so important and not being bitter and unforgiving because they can just weigh you down. I've seen as a pastor, people actually be healed and set free once they let those negative emotions just go they begin to cry like a baby they're at the altar and god just begins to restore even their health yeah mentally spiritually emotionally it's it's incredible to watch but it's hard because our pride gets in there right ah uh, i can't let this go and you, you think you got the other person but really they got you yeah beca because you're not letting this go and so it, it is amazing how how powerful our mind is as a man thinketh so is he you know it's, mm -hmm. it's who we really are that that was man. I'm glad you brought that point up because uh, people need to understand that it's more than just yeah, like you said, thinking happy thoughts. Mm -hmm. The the chemistry yeah. of the body, everything everything is uh, like a chemical. Your your feelings, your emotions, mm -hmm. it all creates you know imbalance or imbalance. And right. um, you, it's funny because even the people that you that you spend a lot of your time with. You know, if you're if you're around, we we I talk about consumption a lot. You know, mm -hmm. what you put in your mouth, what you put in your mind, what you see. You know, but also mm -hmm. the people, the people that you can consume, that you consume. Yeah. If you're around a certain type of person, if you're around people that are always angry, if you're around people that are always jealous, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera, mm -hmm. this is also going to impact you as well. And so yes. it's it's crazy because. You think when you really look at it, it's like, oh my God, I gotta, I have to like really look at this from a lifestyle standpoint. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Who I'm consuming, what I'm consuming, my clothes, my music, everything like that. And it feels daunting. But what I, I try to encourage people, don't look at it like this huge insurmountable mountain that you have to climb. Just look at the footsteps. It's just one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's one, you, okay, maybe today or this week you focus yeah. on your diet. And then maybe a month from now, you focus on your music. And maybe two mm -hmm. months from now, you start to, you know, look at your friend group. 
and weed right. those people out. And over time, as you're making progress, you're, you're doing these healthy, making these healthy changes, it gets easier. Mm -hmm. And your yeah. the quality of life goes through the roof. So it doesn't, um, it's not like daunting anymore. It's almost fun. And I mean, you, it make, is, yeah. you know, it's, it's joyful as you start to Re pursue. Rewarding. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and um, people, you know, we're, we're really educated on our toxic environment, you know, out here, but you just hit the nail on the head. They forget about the toxic environment of what we allow up here because it's called entertainment for a reason. What entertains us, it shapes our thinking. It shapes our mindset, the people coming around us. This is all things that help shape who we are and how we think. And as a man, as out the abundance of the man's heart, his mouth is going to speak. And we become, that's why Paul, the apostle Paul said that finally brethren, whatever things are pure and honest and noble and upright, meditate on these things, things that are good and of good report, because it really changes your outcome. You, you, you know, you can, you get through life. It's not easy. I mean, life is challenging, but you get through life, um, with this peace and this assurance and this joy versus just drudgery every single mm -hmm. day. And then we all know that leads to overconsumption. That leads to eating to the wrong foods, drinking the wrong things when we're not feeling well, you know, and, and I, I also wrote a book on addiction, help I'm addicted. And, uh, that one can be, it's a free download too. But I talk about halt, you know, uh, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Those are usually the four things that, that take somebody back into addiction. And that works with food as well. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired, you know, moody. And those, those things really trigger, uh, trigger eating as well. It's, it's interesting because I find that people, um, when they need other people, when they need the support of other people, that's when they draw back. It's it's like right. they don't feel worthy of being in the presence of somebody who is positive or that can impact them in a positive way. It's like they just want to recede back. And it's like when you want to recede, that's the time that you should be moving forward and expanding and, you right. know, being intentional about who's around you, because mm -hmm. as human beings, like we're made to be with each other. Um, right. right. I, I think, Felt you know, there's certain people that are called to maybe you know, live a certain lifestyle. But for the mass majority of us, we need other people, you know, right. Um, and, and being alone is a big problem. I mean, even, you know, we see the studies with uh, children, like young infants and stuff that don't mm -hmm. get love, they don't receive love from their mother, um, even though they're being nourished, even though they have a shelter and clothes and stuff. If they're not yeah. receiving love, they die, like literally yeah. die. And I think that's that speaks volumes. Um, and it's funny because what happens in the macro world also happens like within us. And we talked about the micro, mm -hmm. the micro, uh, organisms inside of us, we, they need love too. And, and where do they get their love from? They get their love from you, basically from you, you love them, you feed them what they need to be fed, mm -hmm. to be healthy and happy. You speak life into them. And I, like one of the things that I talk about you know, people will talk about their bodies. Oh, I hate this fat. And I hate this. And da, 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 da. And it's like, but your body is literally everything that your body does mm. is in your favor. You know what I mean? That's how we're designed. Oh, your body true. loves you. And right. it does, everything that it's doing is because it's, it's trying to sustain you the best it can. It's your right. decisions that's causing you right. to have these problems, you know? Right. So right. it's like, imagine this person who, who like always goes out of their way for you, thinks of you first and every mm -hmm. aspect of their life does everything to cater to you and you just spit on them and you pee all over them and you just yeah, you yeah. don't care about them. 
And it's like, that's right. what we're doing to our body when we're, you know, abusing mm -hmm. uh, substances and certain foods and, um, you know, certain, certain consumption. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good point you made. I should probably clarify too, because 20 minutes ago, I said, you know, your body's trying to kill you. But what I meant was, because everything you said is right, we've got cells and microbiome, everything is trying to uh, bring us back to a, a spot of wholeness and health. But then there's, there's this sinful nature is what I probably should have referred that wants to eat too much and drink too much. But the actual body itself outside of this this spiritual component, the actual body itself is trying to repair itself. You know, the mitochondria, the ATP creating energy in the cell mm -hmm. and how the immunity is, is responding. It's, it's yeah. The body says, help me basically help. I need yeah. some, I need some, I need some good food. I need some sleep. I mean, sleep is huge. I mm -hmm. mean, sleep plays a big role in recovery, rejuvenation, how you feel. Um, and it, it's just amazing how, to me, it's amazing to see how the body was created. It's just, it just screams create, creation, you know, creator. There's something going on inside to control all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh sleep is a huge one. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, people, people overlook the, the simplest solutions to their problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw a post. It was like your doctor, it said your doctor is water, sunshine, sleep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think they might have had like herbs and like healthy food or whatever. And it's right. true. It's it's very simple. If you look at nature, this is why I like nature, because I feel like, you know, in a world where we just don't know up from down, nature is God. So when you look at nature, um, as long as we haven't like corrupted it, if you could go and you can mm. look at like how nature kind of interacts, animals live very simple, easy lives. They're grounded mm -hmm. to the earth. They drink fresh water from a river or stream. They eat natural foods. Mm -hmm. Um, they don't do all this weird, you know, we eat chemical yeah. foods now. <laughs> like that's yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like we make foods completely out of chemicals, toxic chemicals. Um, and it tastes good but it wreaks havoc on the body. So mm -hmm. being able to get back to what's natural um, and understanding right. what that is, I think is very key. Yeah. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head on so many different things. Number one is, I mean, if you, if you researched uh, many of those who passed away with COVID, <clears throat> a huge amount had a vitamin D deficiency. Also, they had uh, 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 other factors contributing to this all health related. So mm -hmm. the body was already in a decline. So the sunlight, vitamin D, natural vitamin D, I'm, I'm all for supplements, but it's, I, I can't break it down right now, but synthetic versus getting it in your, your uh, through the sun, let your body produce it is, is better than actually taking a pill that might have fillers, binders, processed, heated up, you know, um, rat poison. and so these it, <laughs> rat poison. Yeah. Or, and then also you mentioned grounding is funny, you know, people, you know, it's, it's not really a craze. I think it's wise when th there's a char, our body releases charges. And so the mm -hmm. animals, you know, the, the grounding, the cold water therapy, it kind of shocks the body uh, eating what I call is life giving food, make it real simple for people. Does this food give you life? Is it, is it life giving like this care, this carrot, this beta carotene and this hummus, organic hummus and this broccoli, is it, is it giving me life versus this? Even even now, now Doritos are organic. My wife came home and said, look, Doritos are organic. I'm like, well, let's <laughs> let's let's look at the back of this. You know uh, right. what? Well, I think what people really need to watch out for is, is not, I, I knew this a couple of years ago, but it's out. It's coming out even more is the um, the seed oils, you know, the canola, mm. the sunflower, the the, the um, sunflower, the all the seed oils, because they're highly processed. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they are they are they are heated. Then they become rancid, mm-hmm. and then they have to use they have to use solvents and chemicals. And then the, the, and we're taking in this this. So even if it says organic safflower oil, right. organic cano- canola oil, those are. I mean, we can talk about the inflammatory response. What about the omega the omega three omega omega six ratio that's way off? And the body's just we're getting fifteen times more of the certain omega than we should. And all of that, this fat is is not good fat. It's not the avocado, the olive oil, the coconut, right. you know. And and so just because something says all natural, or even uh, organic chips and crackers, okay, organic organic sugar, organic um, uh, flour that still might be processed, organic canola oil. And uh, again, I'm I'm I don't I'm not perfect. We have all this in our house right. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just try not to, you know, like I bought a, a half a cow recently, grass fed cow. A friend of mine gives me raw, raw uh, grass-fed goat milk, um, and I wish I could do it more often. But you know, it, it's it's you try to do the best with what you can Good without question. getting, yeah, getting too crazy. And the, what you said is so important because I get the number one question I get. Well, on nutrition, one of them is, okay, what supplement should I be taking? But they totally ignore everything you just said. <laughs> you know what? Well, let, let me see. Yeah, the, are you? And what I mean by sunlight, like, are you out there active? And just in the soil, the soil, working in the soil. I mean, yeah. so much is good for you. And then the, the correct food and act and joy. And so I can tell you to take this supplement, but that's not going to do anything if these other factors aren't in play, you know? Mm-hmm. Lifestyle. I mean, that's, yeah, lifestyle. you know, it's, lifestyle. when you think about like our ancestors, they didn't have to go to the gym because they worked in the field right like Absolutely. they grew their yeah. own food and it was part of their lifestyle it wasn't it wasn't like oh my life sucks mm-hmm. like we have this mm-hmm. idea that they were just I depressed <laughs> depression depression no. is at an all-time high now when we right. have the most com- comforts and conveniences like well because we weren't designed to sit down and watch a, a computer screen exactly you know. Exactly. Like building muscle and exercising or, you know, being active actually re- releases feel good hormones. So if you're depressed, yeah. move mm-hmm. like yes. it's hard to be depressed when you when you're active and you're out around people and you're, you're mm-hmm. you know, you're working towards something positive, even if internally you feel a certain way. It's like fake it mm-hmm. till you make it, man. If you yeah, if absolutely you're depressed, go and force yourself to get out around walk. people walk yeah. play frisbee you know what i mean yeah. like we like fly a kite you know what i mean force yourself to do things with people that are that have a positive mm-hmm. influence and we can nip depression in the bud but we've oh, designed yeah. in in modern society we've designed these creature comforts i mean mm-hmm. i remember like i used to be the remote control when i was like when mm-hmm. i was younger we didn't have yeah, remote my dad yeah. or my mom be like, oh, turn it to channel three. You know what I mean? You're like tuning yep. it to channel three. Um, and now you don't even need to. You And then so what happened was we got remotes and then we would lose our remotes. So now yep, you exactly. can just do everything from your phone. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 we, we are, it's We don't even have to get up and look for the remote anymore. Because back back nope. in the day, you remember, you got to lift the couch up. You got to pull the like we it's yes. we're so lazy. Well, I think what people need to know about this point, because it is actually profound, you know, they say, oh, yeah, I need to get out more. I need to exercise more. There's more to it than just that, because oxygen is so important. I'm not going to go into it now because you can you can do a study, you know, you can do a Google search on oxygen depraved people versus oxygen deprived versus oxygen. And that's why if you heard of all this, you know, this breathing now, you know, that 
you know, breathing deep or uh, what's his name? Win Hoff, the Iceman. Yeah. You know, and his breathe. The reason is you're taking in all that oxygen, that life giving good oxygen. So when you get out and you walk, your oxygen uptake is is increased, you know, three, four full than normal. So the body's getting this oxygen. Oxide oxygen is great for fighting disease. It's great for the immune system. So you, you're taking in more oxygen. You're outside. You're getting fresh air versus just sitting at home. And now your breathing is minimal. I mean, it's just just enough oxygen to get in, even inside of a place where, where the air is really not that healthy. And so getting out, it's not just a matter of getting out. Yeah, I need it. This is why it, it, mm -hmm. it, it, it really. And you just you, you mentioned it too. I don't know how exactly the body does, but as you're exercising and the chemicals that are released, mm -hmm. you actually feel better. You feel there's joy comes from it and mm -hmm. feeling better and, and and taking in all this 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 God created oxygen is incredible. And so I think people need to get back to the basics. That could be a good a good uh, topic for you in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, man, this is this has been just amazing. I think people really enjoy our conversation and our discussion. Yeah, I, I got uh, a lot so of great feedback last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just there's it's. They're so right. you're extremely knowledgeable um, and it's it's important to, for people to see these types of discussions because right. there's nuggets everywhere. You know right. what I mean? Right. And even well, though we also, can't. Oh, go ahead. Finish, I was going to say, even though we can't dive deep into every topic, mm -hmm. you can people, you know, the viewers can say, OK, hey, that OK, I'm interested in that. Let me go and research that a little bit more. Right, right. Well, I even think too, with what's going on in our country, even the racial divide, where people see, hey, you know, we can love each other, we, you know, whatever the, the media is creating, and it's not as bad as what people are creating, we can have a healthy discussion, we love each other. To me, I look at my, my, my assistant pastor is black, my, he's a good friend of mine, and, and Hispanic. It's just if, if, if people see conversations like this, where people are just can come together and put away all these preconceived ideas that, that the media is putting in terms, I don't mm. know why I felt desired that but i think it's important because your audience and my audience it's like cross-pollinating you know if you heard that term in business it's 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 helping to just bring all all ethnicities together and, and focus on what is true because you mentioned if they begin injecting that rna messenger into food i mean we can all get on the same page about that and say that's just not even a good idea it's right. almost like they're forcing this um th this upon people so I might, I might want to look into that a little bit more, but maybe I'll wait because there's so much negativity right now. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot going on right now. It's um, I, I will say the thing that keeps me grounded is my friend group. It's it's I yes. think it, it, it can't be understated how important the people around you. So even with the world burning around us, when you have, you know, good, positive mm -hmm. friends in your life, we're always looking for solutions. We're always uplifting right. each other. If any one of us fall, we'll pick each other back up. You know, it's you got to have that. And people say, oh, Chris, yes. you're lucky to have these friends. No, I'm not. It was intention. Like, mm -hmm. I realized how important it was. There are people that I grew up with that I do not spend my time with anymore, even oh, though they're absolutely. good friends. You know what yeah. I mean? Because they're not, the, they're not the type of people that I want to go to the end of life with. And it's not right. it's not because they're bad people. They're just not they're not moving in the direction that I'm moving in. Mm -hmm. Find people mm -hmm. that want similar outcomes as you, you know, that are positive and have a positive impact on you. Yeah. Uh, um, I think that's why, you know, just well, church church is, is going to mm -hmm. be one of those places where you can maybe find those types of people 
You know, the AHA right. community is one of those places where you can find people of, of, of one mind. Um, and that's right. a really, really powerful thing. Absolutely. So, couldn't, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's uh, this has been incredible. I appreciate you reaching out and, and wanting to have yeah. this again. You know, I'm sure we'll, we'll be linking up again in the future. Um, Perfect. I do want to give people an opportunity uh, just for you to drop your, your socials or whatever oh, yeah, you have yeah, available yeah. And, and anything that you want to share, any projects or anything you've got. Um, I mean, they can find me at, at uh, shaneidleman.com. I think the name is there on the, the front. Uh, shaneidleman.com. And of course, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, mainly it's it's uh, spiritual things, you know, preaching and pastoring and things like that. But also I'll release uh, on my YouTube channel. Uh, we just started a Rumble channel and YouTube channel as well. Every now and then I'll do, um, you know, uh, I'll release uh, podcasts on health and fitness and different things. Uh, so that'll probably be the best thing. And then I'll send you the link in the description of this where people can see the free download to the books and the free fasting uh, documentary we put together on the power of fasting and just what that does spiritually and physically. So uh, any last thoughts? I would say, you know, people need to be encouraged to fall forward like we began saying, you know, it's good to, to end with that. Hey, get back on track. It is a lifestyle um, and it's not easy. It is there's there's days I don't I don't do too well, but you get back up, you keep falling or keep fighting as you're falling and think about it in six months from now. Yeah, you might have you might have blown, blown it a few times, but you're, you're much closer to your goal. And mm -hmm. that's why I said when I when people, you know, that the, the hardcore fasting advocates are like, Shane, you can't even have gum. You can't have xylitol. You know, you can't have you can't have 10 calories of bone broth. You'll knock you out of autophagy. OK, well, my goal is not autophagy right now. My goal <laughs> is to, you know. And so I got at the end of this fast, okay, I didn't do it perfectly with, you know, but I was down 37 pounds. I felt great physically and spiritually and mentally. And, you know, you accomplish your goals and don't let the negative Nellies and judgmental Jerry's and critical Cathy's pull you down. I think yeah. that's so important to stay, to stay focused on the right things. And you, you, I mean, you said everything, you got to be selective with your entertainment choices, with your friends. It's hard for me to be around negative people. You know, that are just neg negative about the world, negative about what's going on, negative about, you know, po politics. And even though there's, you know, we got to be concerned about a lot of these things, we, we also have to be people that are full of hope and faith and love. And and um, that's what I do because God radically changed my life when I repented and, and believed in Jesus. And, you know, I've been on that road ever since. And it's it's not easy. I fall often, but, you know, you get back up and fight again. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidleman.com. Again, that's shaneidleman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.
El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.